Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Living in the light now. Hallelujah. It's a world groping in darkness, but I'm glad to be counted in the number. Living in the light now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Somebody clap your hands and tell God, thank you. Thank you for the light. Thank you for the deliverance. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 God is a good God. Hallelujah. He's a good God. He called my name. He didn't have to do it, but he did. Hallelujah. He didn't have to do it, but he did. Hallelujah. I want to thank and praise God. Hallelujah. For life, health, and strength in our bodies this morning. Hallelujah. I want to give honor to my pastor in his absence. Give honor to all my fellow laborers in the gospel. I want to give a special thanks to Sister Connie Hansen for that VBS this past week. It was phenomenal. Thank God for every, for every volunteer. Hallelujah. I believe that just, just in a few days can make a a huge impact in a child's life. The Word of God being planted in their hearts. Hallelujah. How many know that the Word of God will not return to him void? And will go and accomplish what he set out it for, to do. Amen. Hallelujah. I won't be before you long. I, um, I believe I have a word from the Lord this morning. I know I have a word from the Lord this morning. Um, it's an honor to stand behind this poor pit. I know um, this is a very sacred desk. I heard it been called a pulpit. You're supposed to pull people about the pit from up here. Amen. Out of that grave, amen. And if, if, I, if I pull and if the saints help push, I believe somebody can be delivered this morning. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you could turn with me, I do a lot of reading. You, you can never say that you don't get a word from the Lord when Brother Jordan preach. If you don't get nothing I'm saying, I'm going to give you a whole lot of scriptures. <laughs> Amen. I'm, I am reading out of the New King James Version this morning. Uh, if you could turn with me to Hebrews chapter 1. Hebrews chapter 1, toward the end of your Bible, right after Philemon, right before James. You hit Revelations, you went too far. <laughs> if you haven't, say amen. Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 1. God, who at various times in a various way spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his son, by whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds, whom being in the brightness of his glory, in the express image of his person, 
and upholding all things by the word of his power. When he had by himself, so by himself, purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of majesty on high, having became so much better than the angels, as he has by an inheritance, say, somebody say by an inheritance, obtained a more excellent name, Brother Jordan, name the name. Verse 4 says, having become so much better, somebody say so much better than the angels, as he has by an inheritance obtained a more excellent name, the name. Lord God, I ask right now, Lord God, that you anoint me afresh this morning, Jesus. Allow me to deliver this word, Lord God, the way that you gave it to me, Lord. God, I ask for deliverance and, and salvation to come to this house, Lord God, this morning. God, give me free course in your word, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. I'm checking my time. I try not to be before you long. Sunday morning, so I'm trying not to be before you long. I believe that the Lord directed me here to the book of Hebrews. It's really an epistle. It's not a book. It's a letter. It's numbered amongst the general epistles. You have eight general epistles and you have 13 Pauline epistles, which are contributed to the Apostle Paul. Most epistles bear the name of the writer like Jude, James, Peter, John, other generals, but this one bear the names of the persons or the people or the group that was receiving it. History really don't know exactly who wrote the book of Hebrews. Some people have their ideas. I have my own. I'm going to give it to you, and I'm going to tell you why. But you can study it out yourself, and we can talk about it if you disagree. Amen. <laughs> the Bible says it is the glory of God to conceal a matter and the honor of kings to search it out. But I used to think that Paul wrote it because the way that it was written in Greek, it has a lot of the same styles that Paul, some of Pauline letters have, especially the salutes towards the end. But further studies, I, I learned that the person who wrote this book, this epistle, this letter, had a better level of education as far as writing skills than any other epistle in the New Testament. So right there, it kind of canceled out Paul. And reading it, and I'm studying, I'm, I'm trying to just try to find a hint, praying, Lord, who wrote this book? At the end of the book, it's, it, it, it's a hint to me. In the, the 13th chapter, it says that he asked them to bear this exhortation, to receive it, this, this letter of exhortation. And it, when you read the whole book in the epistle of Hebrew, it is a letter of exhorting, which means to encourage. And there's one person in the Bible, in the book of Acts, who had the nickname Son of Consolation, which is Son of Exhortation or Son of Encouragement. And his name was Barnabas. Now, that's who I believe wrote this book. That's not the gospel truth. That's my opinion. But the reason why I came to that conclusion, because he had a ministry of encouragement. 
And he encouraged people to the, to, to, the, to the point where even the apostle Paul, when he got saved, the apostles ain't want nothing to do with him. They didn't trust him. And it was Barnabas the one who validated his ministry. It was Barnabas that took him under his wing and, and took him out to preaching and helped him further his ministry. But the Bible says that when they went on a, a missionary journey, Barnabas decided to take his nephew along, which was named Mark. And when times got hard, Mark, being a young man, threw his hands up and said, I ain't cut out for this. The stoning, the beatings and all that, y'all can hide that. I'm going back to Jerusalem. I'm going back home to my mama. And, and, and he left them. He deserted them. He didn't backslide. He just went back to where it was comfortable. And, and you know, he said, Paul and Barnabas, y'all can have that. Now, in the ministry of Paul and Barnabas, they decided, let's go back and travel and, and let's see how the churches that we established is doing. And let's see how they fare, you know, see if they still hold on to the faith. And, yeah, we can write them letters, but it would be so great to see some of the saints face to face. And it would be encouraging to see them and they see our face. So they said, come on, let's go. And here it is, Barnabas said, come on, Mark, let's head back out. And Brother Paul said, hold on, whoa, 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 uh-uh. And, and the, the Bible says that the contention between the two was so great that they ended up going their separate ways. And the Bible says that Paul took Silas and Barnabas took Mark. And, and the reason I like Barnabas and the hope that he was the writer of this book, because I've heard people teach and, and preach saying that because Barnabas went against Paul and they went their separate ways, you never heard of Barnabas' ministry ever again. And I kind of disagree with that because if you look at the persons they decided to take, Paul took Silas, Barnabas took Mark. Mark was the writer of the gospel of Mark. We wouldn't have that gospel, I believe, if somebody didn't encourage him and say, I know you failed the one time, but I believe if you come with us this next time, I believe you may have strength. Hallelujah. I thank God for those people in our lives that will encourage us, that don't just point down at us because we've made a mistake or came short to their liking. Amen. But he pushed them a little bit more. Now, Silas is a person you don't hear no more about, if you ask me. And history would tell you that Mark was the first person who wrote a gospel. His gospel was written before Matthew, Luke, or John. Amen. So he was an encourager. And reading this book, I can see this whole book is a book of encouragement. This, this, this letter was written to a, a group of young Jewish believers that had just been converted, that haven't been saved that long. They was really babes in Christ. And he wrote them to encourage them not to falter and not to give up on Christ because of persecution that was coming their way. And he wrote them not to forsake Christ and not just to, just to think that, you know, you, you can just leave Christ and everything is going to be back to willy-nilly and they're going to leave you alone and, and, and it's going to be back to the good old days. That's a lie from the pit of hell. The grave is not a good spot. It's a place of decay. It's a place of denigration. It's, 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 it's a place of corruption. And that's where you are without Christ. But I heard the Bible says that I am the resurrection, the truth, and the light. Hallelujah. Jesus is the resurrection. 
There's no life without him. And he wrote them to encourage them to hold on to the faith, to hold on to the gospel which they which they heard. And all through this, this, this message, my title is Better. I didn't give it to you at the beginning, but my title is Better. He wrote 13 chapters. We break it up in chapters, but throughout this letter, he wrote 13 different times of better, how you have better promises. You have better covenant. You have better possessions in heaven. You have, you have a better high priest. You have a better, better everything in Christ. And I want to encourage the saints today that you have better in Christ. Some of you have been going through, some of you have been sick in your body, and you're you, you like, man, this prayer and stuff and this fasting, I don't know if this is really working for me. I want to encourage you. My assignment this morning is to tell you that you have better in Christ. Amen. I heard the old folks used to say, if this ain't it, then I'm going to hold on to this until that come. Amen. Hold on to what you have. And in and, and, and his book, and his epistle, he, he encouraged them. He, he, he told them, he said, take heed to the things which you have heard, lest at any time you let them slip. And he, 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 he reminded them that how you have dominion, you, you, you've been placed back and having things back under subjection, under our foot the way that God intended for them to be. Even back in the garden, we... How, how we, we, even the angels in the time in the world to come, will be all put under subjection under our feet. And how David said, what is man that thou art even mindful of him? Or that thou even visited him? Or thou have put him over the works of your hand? And he, he told them that, that, yes, you will have dominion over angels in the world to come if you just hold on. Hold on. I know we lost it back in the garden. We know the story, but how the, the snake beguiled Eve, and we lost our dominion that the Lord gave us. But the Bible says that there was a second Adam, hallelujah, that came and restored, and restored dominion back unto us. He is the captain of our salvation. He's the captain of our deliverance. Amen. And, and, and the only way we get that dominion back is in Christ. We can't have it no other way apart from him. And he admonished them, and he told them and said, if you have been partakers of this heavenly calling, and consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Jesus Christ, and how this Jesus was counted even more worthy than honor and glory than Moses was. He was counted more worthy. He said that the man who built the house is counted more worthy than the one of the house itself. Hallelujah. He said that Jesus, he was the maker and founder Hallelujah, things to come and all things that was made, and he uphold all things by the word of his power. Amen. And, and how in Moses' day, the people that Moses delivered, they hardened their heart. And the Bible says that they tempted God in the wilderness and, and provoked him. And the Lord swore in, in, in his wrath and said that I'm grieved with this generation, and he swore that they would not enter into his rest. Hallelujah. He told the people in Hebrews, he said, take heed lest it be found in any of you an evil heart, a heart of unbelief. Hallelujah. A heart of unbelief. That's what he described as an evil heart. And having an evil heart will have you departing from the living God. And, and I, I just found strange because these weren't no pagans that converted to Judaism. These were Jews. So they were familiar with the living God. 
But once they had the revelation of Jesus, you depart from that, you are departing from the living God. Amen. But he exhorted them while he said, exhort one another while, there, while it is day, while it is called today, lest we, having a hardened heart, be deceived by the deceitful lust of sin. And he said, while it is said today, harden not your heart. Hallelujah. I'm trying to encourage the saints today. Don't have a heart of hardness. Don't have a heart of unbelief. The Bible, God says he look at that as an evil heart. Don't you know the Bible says, it says in, in Hebrews, without faith it's impossible. It's impossible to please the Lord. Now, and he tells them how that all that came out of Egypt did not enter in. All that went through the cloud and went through the past, through the waters of baptism unto Moses, they did not enter into the kingdom or to the promises of God. They did not all enter in. Actually, the Bible describes that within that 40 years, those ones that had the evil heart, God scattered their carcasses in the desert because of their evil heart. And the Bible declares that how God rested on the seventh day, even we have a rest that we must enter into. We must enter into a rest, and there is a rest that remaineth for the people of God because of the lack of unbelief that they had in the Old Testament. And the Bible says that the way that we enter into his rest is the same way that God enters into his. We have to cease from our works. And I hear somebody say, well, Brother Jordan, how do we enter into the rest of God? How do we, how do we cease from our works? And I, I just want to declare how Paul declared in, in, in Galatians. He said the work of the flesh is manifested. The, it's manifested. The work of the flesh is adultery, fornication, and uncleanness, and lasciviousness, and idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, and emulation, and wrath, and strife, sedition, and heresies, and enviance, and murders, drunkenness, and revilings, and every such thing. Like Paul told you then, and I'm sent to tell you today, that the, those who do such will not enter until the kingdom of God. You cannot enter God's rest working and manifesting the work of the flesh. Hallelujah. Somebody, it's tight, but it's right. I got to declare it. You cannot think that you're going to enter into God's rest doing all the things that you're doing and indulging in the flesh. And then he tells them to labor, labor to enter into the rest. He tells us to stop working, but tell us to labor to enter into his rest. I said, Lord, I looked at that. I said, is that a contradiction? And I went, went, and the Bible says that you're not saved by works, lest any man should boast, but it's by grace that you are saved. But we are Christ's workmanship in Christ Jesus, created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Amen. We got to put the works of the flesh down, y'all, and get in this field and get the laboring. Amen. The Bible says the, the harvest is plentiful, but the labor, labors are fruit. Hallelujah. We have to get to labor we have to get to work in the kingdom of God and to enter into his rest. Now, he admonished them. He told them, don't be like those who fell away. The only way that you're not going to make it in, these people went through the cloud. They went through the, the, the water. They was delivered. The Egyptians were drowned. The only thing that hindered, and hindered them from going into the promised land is is that their faith, they, they, they had an evil heart, the Bible says, and it was not mixed with the word that was preached unto them.
Abraham, Moses had preached to them deliverance, but they didn't believe in their heart. They didn't have it mixed with faith. And the only way that we're not going to make it in is if, if all the word that come across this pulpit, I'm, I'm not trying to get brownie points here, but I'm going to tell you this, that I believe that we got one of the baddest preachers on this side of heaven in this generation. And he give us the word of God. He delivers day in and day in out, week in and week out. And it'd be a shame if any of us don't enter into God's rest. The only way we can't, if you yourself, as an individual, do not mix that word that's been preached here by faith. Hallelujah. You, you, you have to mix it with faith. Not with your opinion, but faith. Not, not with your preference, but faith. Not with your hatred, not with your, your party affiliation, not with your politics. But we got to mix this word by faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's the only way. That's the only way is by faith. Hallelujah. And he, and, he, and he warns them. He said that, that the word of God is quick. Hallelujah. And it's powerful. And it's sharper than any two-edged sword. Piercing and dividing a son or even the soul in the spirit. Hallelujah. Even down to the joints in the mirror. And it says that the word of God, it is a discerner of the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. Hallelujah. If you got an unbelieving heart this morning, ask God. Be like the man that came to Jesus. Lord, I believe. Hallelujah. I, I came this morning. I, it's some belief there. But somebody needs to say, Lord, help my unbelief. Don't, get, don't, don't try to, to, to dress up and spray perfume over the, the stinking parts. Bring that to the Lord. Say, Lord, I need help. You know my heart. Everything is open and, and bare before the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everything is made manifest in God's sight. All things are naked and open before the eyes of the Lord. Hallelujah. And he tells them, seeing that we have a great high priest that have passed through the heavens. Hallelujah. It's Jesus. Somebody say Jesus. Jesus, the Son of God. Hallelujah. It's a song that says, sweet wonder. Hallelujah. Sweet wonder. Jesus, the Son of God. Hallelujah, who can be touched with the feelings of our infirmities. And in all points was tempted like we are, yet without sin. I want us to stop right there. He said in all points he was tempted like we are. I had a conversation with somebody who said, well, I have this social media problem and I have, I see things on the, 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 the net that's ready available to me. How can Jesus help me? He, he didn't have to deal with t stuff like that. And I said, hold on, hold on, hold on, he can, he, he, he can help you. And, 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 and he, he, he gave an analogy. You know, people, when they have questions, they, they go far left field on you sometimes. But he said, now, if you have an older person that's a widow or, 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 or lost their spouse, they've been, they might be in their 80s or 90s, and they live with somebody for 60, 70 years, and they lose that significant other, and now they're, they're, their body's self after all them years, and and, and, and the family, kids, you know, don't come and see them no more. They live in their lives. Somebody in that state, how can Jesus, who died when, they was, when he was 33, how can he understand what they're going through? The Bible says he was tempted in all points. Not exactly the same trial, but the points were the same. Now, don't you know that Jesus dealt with loneliness? He dealt with people forsaking him. He dealt with people turning their backs on him. That's the point. Hallelujah. It might not be the same as Zach. He, 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 yeah, he didn't deal with social media, 
but his name was shed abroad, amen, where everybody knew him. But he thought it was not robbery to be equal with God and took upon him the form of a servant and made himself of what? No reputation. Hallelujah. He didn't worry about how many likes he had or how many clicks that he had or how many people retreated him. Amen. The Bible says he was yet, yet without sin. Hallelujah. And because of this high priest, we can come boldly, hallelujah, boldly to the throne of grace. Hallelujah, to attain mercy and find grace in the time of need. Hallelujah, anytime you have need, don't run to your mother first. Don't run to the government first. Don't run to somebody who thinks got money first. Run to the throne of grace, to him first. Hallelujah. And seeing that he's not your typical and he's not your average high priest. The Bible declares him he's a, a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Hallelujah. Jesus, he's our hope. He's our anchor of our soul. Hallelujah. He says he's both sure and steadfast. Hallelujah. Jesus is our forerunner. The Bible says he entered in beyond the fail. Hallelujah. Something that we couldn't do, our high priest couldn't do, hallelujah, by himself. But hallelujah, he laid the foundation. Jesus Christ being our forerunner, he laid the foundation. The foundation is sure and steadfast. Amen. Hallelujah. And our job is to continue to build up upon that, to do all things that's edifying. We should edify one another and ourselves by praying and reading the Word of God. Amen. The edifying. Edifying to be built up. This, this is an edifice. Hallelujah. The foundation is laid. We don't have to keep tinkering and messing with the foundation to make sure it's sure. Jesus Christ is our foundation. Hallelujah. We should build up upon that. Hallelujah, be built up as a holy temple, hallelujah, to be a dwelling place for the Holy Ghost. He said, he admonished them, he said, do not be numbered with those who have once been enlightened and who have tasted of the spiritual gift and who became partakers of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, and tasted the good word of God, hallelujah, and the power of the age to come and then fall away. He said, don't be numbered with them. Don't be numbered with them, seeing that those themselves, they, 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 they crucify, hallelujah, themselves again, the Son of God, and put him to no shame. Don't be numbered with them. Don't, 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 don't be numbered with those who always have to teeter-totter and don't know if this is really what I want to do. There is nothing better out there. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm saying all that to say, hallelujah, that, hallelujah, the Bible says that, that, that in, 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 in Hebrews chapter 6, hallelujah, if you go there with me, Hebrews chapter 6, if you can put that on the screen, Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 9, it says, but beloved, we are confident of better things concerning you. Yes, things that accompany salvation. Though we speak in this manner, for God is not unjust to forget your work and your labor of love which you have shown towards his name. Hallelujah, and that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end. Hallelujah. How, you know, how many know that God is not unjust? He has not forgot the labor of love that you have shown. He has not forgot that sacrifice. Some of y'all prayed too many prayers. Some of y'all have, have laid up and fasted and pushed the plate back too many times and to intercede not just for loved ones but for saints. Hallelujah. And, and now is not the time to back up from that. 
Now, no matter what the devil is throwing at you, now is not the time to let go. Amen. You have, you have put too many prayers in. God cannot lie. Whatever you reap, you shall sow. Hallelujah. God will repay you, not just in life to come, but in this life now. Hallelujah. God is not just. He said we have better things. Somebody say better things. We got better things that accompany salvation. And I was reading this and I was praying. I said, Lord, I know that salvation, we, 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 we got a hope, Lord God, and glory. But hallelujah, I know every day ain't Sunday down here. And I, and I start studying and praying. I said, give me some better things that I can deliver to your people to, and to, 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 to encourage them, Lord. And, and he took me. He, he took me to, he said, these better things that accompany salvation is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness, and gentleness, and self-control. These are some things that accompany salvation. Hallelujah. I know the world say they got love, but that's not the love. It ain't the love from heaven. Hallelujah. These are fruits of the Spirit. Hallelujah. These are things that accompany salvation. Patience and kindness. How many need patience? How many need peace this morning? How many need love this morning and joy this morning? Hallelujah. He, he gave us better things to accompany salvation. And, 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 and to endure, you're going to need patience. The King James say long-suffering. You're going to need to hold on to that long-suffering. You're going to need your patience. The Bible says, let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect. Hallelujah. And wanting nothing. I know a lot of people try to stay away from that word perfect. I, 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 I'm be honest with you. I don't know exactly what perfection is. Jesus is perfect. And that's what I'm striving for. Whatever perfect is, that's what I'm trying to strive for. I, I try to, every day, I try to make and try to cross dots and uh, cross T's and dot I's. But, hey, Jesus is perfect. He's the author and the finisher of my faith. Hallelujah. Don't, don't try away from that word perfect. Hallelujah. But patience will have perfect work in you. Hallelujah. And in the beginning of this chapter, it says, let's, 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 let us go on to perfection. And it tells us, let us, let us consider how Mo Abraham, Abraham, he patiently endured, and he, he, he obtained his promise that God promised him. God promised him, surely I will bless you and multiply you, I will multiply. All you have to do is hold on to every promise that God has given you. God is not going to lie. He is not going to go back on his word. The Bible says he exalted his word even above his name, Brother Jordan. Hallelujah. It's impossible for God to lie. And here it is, the, the writer, the, this, the encourager, he encouraged the saints. He says, now consider Jesus. Hallelujah. Consider him. Hallelujah. Meditate on him. Think about what Jesus did. Think about how great of a high priest he is. Hallelujah. He says he's the high priest after the order of Melchizedek. He's not like a Levitical priest. He's not, he's not like one of these other priests that, that may be right or may, may be able to go into the veil, but Jesus is a great high priest, hallelujah, that transcends the law. Hallelujah. He said he's like Melchizedek. The Bible says Melchizedek is not only a priest, but he's a king also. The Bible says he's the king of Salem, which means the king of peace. Hallelujah. That's one of the things that accompanies salvation, peace. He's the king of peace. The Bible says Melchizedek was without father and without mother, without genealogy, having no beginning of days nor end of life. Hallelujah. He said he was made like unto the Son of God, remaining a priest continuously. Hallelujah. And the Bible tells you to consider how great 
of a man Melchizedek was to where our patriarch Abraham had to pay a tenth of the spoil to him. Hallelujah. The Abraham gave him a tithe of everything that he had until this Melchizedek. And the Bible says that after he blessed him, Melchizedek had blessed him. Hallelujah. And the Bible says in chapter 7 and verse 7 that the least is blessed by the greater. The least is blessed by the better. Amen. And, 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 and it just shows how Melchizedek transcends the law of Moses, the, the Levitical priesthood, because the Levites was in the loins of Abraham when he did pay homage to this, to this high priest. Hallelujah. And, and here it says that we have a, a better law. The priesthood of the Leviticus had to be done away with, and he told them, seeing that the priesthood was changed, it was of a necessity that the law had to be changed also. Hallelujah. Somebody say better. Somebody say better. Hallelujah. Somebody, I thank God. I don't know about you, but I thank God for the perfect law of liberty this morning. Hallelujah. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Hallelujah. It's a, we have liberty this morning. And it is the law that Jesus instituted as high priest. Hallelujah. If you go to me, with me to Hebrews chapter 8, verse 19. Hallelujah. Chapter, chapter 8, verse 19. Chapter 7, verse 19. The Bible says, for the law made nothing perfect. On the other hand, there is a bringing in of a better hope. Somebody say better hope. Through which we draw nigh unto God. We have a better hope because we have a better law. Amen. That's something to praise God for. We have a better hope because we have a better law. Don't you know they had the tabernacle system where it was so much things that you had to go through just to get to the holiest of holiness? It was so many. We had to go to the priest. You had to bring the right type of sacrifice and had to bring the unspotted this and unspotted that. And, and we had to go through so many things just to get close to the presence of God. But we have a better hope in Jesus Christ. Verse 22 of the same chapter says, by so much more, Jesus has become a surety, a better covenant. Hallelujah. We have a better covenant. I don't know about you, but the Bible says, being in time past, we were Gentiles without Christ in the world. Being aliens and strangers from the commonwealth and the covenant of promise. Having no hope. Hallelujah. We had no hope and without God in this world. But he said, but now being in Christ Jesus, you who are sometimes afar off have been made nigh by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Where are you now? Hallelujah. Where are you now? You are in Christ Jesus. A better covenant, a better way, a better hope. Hallelujah. Than what they had even in the Old Testament. Hold on to your better. Do not let go. Hallelujah. We are brought nigh by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. The writer of this letter, he, he came to a conclusion. He, at the beginning of chapter 8, he said, now this is the whole main point of what I'm trying to say. He just said it plain out simple. Look, this is all I'm trying to say. We have a high priest who sit at the right hand of the majesty of throne in the heavens. Hallelujah. Don't you know when we receive the promise of the Father, like back, back in the Acts it says, Go ye to Jerusalem till you be endued with power. Wait there for the what? Promise of the Father. When we receive that promise 
The Bible says when we receive the spirit of God, we cry out, Abba, Father, that we are fellow heirs with Christ. We are brought into this inheritance. We have a better inheritance than what they did. Hallelujah. He, he, and he says, the, the scripture I read in the beginning, it says in various times and in various manners, he spoke to the fathers by the prophets. Everything that he spoke in the Old Testament, they were nothing but shapes and shadows of things to come. And us being in the church having a better revelation, we know that those shapes and shadows was just the things to come, but the substance is what? Is of Christ. Hallelujah. The substance of, is of Christ. Hallelujah. So when you look back, hallelujah, and, and, and you see that all those, those patterns that God gave to Moses in the mountain about the tabernacle and how the certain things and certain furniture go certain places, those were nothing but a foreshadow of things that are in heaven. Hallelujah. It's a, it, it was a heavenly vision that he gave him. The, 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 to, to, to lay out and to blueprint and build in the wilderness. Even the temple of Solomon was. Hallelujah. And he said that Christ was the substance. Hallelujah. And having a better hope, the Bible says in, in, in verse 8, chapter 6, it says, but now he has obtained a more excellent ministry and such much, so much as he also mediated of a better covenant which was established on better promises. Somebody say a better covenant and a better promise. Hallelujah. We don't have to go through the Levitical priesthood. He went in once, the Bible said. Hallelujah. In the holiness of holies and offered unto God. Hallelujah. 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 And he said that, hallelujah, that he will establish a new covenant. Hallelujah. With his people. Hallelujah. He said, I will put my laws in their mind. And I put my laws and write them on their heart. Not on tablets of stone anymore, but in their heart, amen. And he said, and I will be their God, and they will be my people. He said, and I will be merciful unto their sins and their unrighteousness and their lawless deeds. I will remember no more. Hallelujah. He said, I am, he's a mediator of a better covenant. There's only one mediator. Hallelujah. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. There's only one mediator between man and God, and it's the man, Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. That's why as saints we need to, hallelujah, seek those things which are above. Hallelujah. Where Jesus sitteth on the right hand of God. Hallelujah. Set your affection, saints, on things above and not on things of this earth. Hallelujah. That's where Jesus is. He's up there mediating for you. Hallelujah. Make sure you have better, hallelujah, in your life. Hallelujah, seeing that all those things were shapes and shadows. The lampstand, the table of showbread, hallelujah, which was called the sanctuary. And, and beyond the second veil, it was, hallelujah, the holiest of all. And the Bible says that the golden censer and the ark of the covenant overlaid with gold on all sides. And hallelujah, the golden pot that had the manna and Aaron rods that budded. Hallelujah, those all things were just shapes and shadows of things to come. And hallelujah, if you go with me into chapter 9 of Hebrews and starting at the 22nd verse, it says, according to the law, almost all things were purged, were perfect, purified with blood. I'm so used to you reading the King James Version. <laughs> hallelujah. He said, all things were purified with blood. And without the shedding of blood, there was no remission of sins. 
Therefore, it was necessary that the copy of the things that was in heaven should be purified with this, but the heavenly things was themselves with a better sacrifice than these. For Christ has not entered into the holy place made with hands, which are a copy of the truth, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for, our, for, for us, on behalf of us. Somebody say better sacrifice. Jesus was a better sacrifice. Hallelujah, he was a better sacrifice. He, the writer of Hebrews said, hallelujah, that the, the, the blood of bullocks and goats and, and ashes of heifers couldn't do it. Hallelujah, it couldn't do it. It only covered up the sins. It did not purge them. It did not wipe, make them white as snow. Hallelujah, how great of a high priest that we have. We have better promises, better sacrifices, better covenant, better promises. Hallelujah, God has given us better. Somebody should clap your hands and tell God thank you. Hallelujah. 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 Because of the work of Christ and his high priestly work, he told him, therefore, brethren, having the boldness to enter into the holiness by the blood of Jesus, we are drawn nigh by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he constructed for us through the veil which is his flesh. Hallelujah. He says, so let us draw nigh with a true heart and the full assurance of faith. And let us hold on to the confession of our faith. Hallelujah. Not wavering because for he who promised is faithful. Hallelujah. Anybody know God is faithful? He said, let us consider one another and stirring up, stir each other up in love and good works. And not forsaking the assemblies of ourselves as the manner of some. But he said, but exhort, encourage one another. Hallelujah. While the day is approaching. There's a lot of people that don't believe that day is approaching anymore. Hallelujah. They live in life the way they want to as if they're trying to have their best life now. Hallelujah. But I'm looking, the day is fastly approaching. Hallelujah. There's wars and rumors of wars. Hallelujah. That's going on. Iran is acting up and, and Israel is, is flexing. Everybody is, is, is talking about fighting and and, and, and there's so many things that's going on, and, and the things are lined up perfectly just for God to crack the sky. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm looking for that day that is approaching. Hallelujah. I'm still looking for heavenly things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm still looking for heavenly things. In chapter 10, verse 34, I won't be before you too much longer. Chapter 10, hallelujah, verse 34, it tells us, for you having compassion on me and my change and joyful accepted the plundering of your goods. The church was getting persecuted. They was getting stuff taken from them. Knowing that you have a better and an enduring possession for yourself in heaven. There is nothing that the devil can take away from you that God will not replace that's even better and a better possession than what you have. Hallelujah. He said, therefore... Do not cast away your confidence, which has a great reward, for you have done and have need of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. Somebody say the promise. Hallelujah. It's some people that got their eyes off of heaven. The, the world and the things of this world have shook them so, and they're trying to hold on to what they got. 
They try to hold on to these things that rough and moths is just eating away and, and even time itself is, is decaying. Every, every time I get a car, it seems like every few years I got to get a new one because no matter how good or quality it is, it always breaks down. My house falls apart. Hallelujah. My, I, you can have a new suit. Uh, after a while, you run around here a few times, Brother Jared. You need a new suit. Hallelujah. Everything that we have here is only temporary. But you lay your affections on things above where Christ is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It declares Jesus. Hallelujah. Those days when, when, when men come against you and try to take things that you have. He said, leap for joy. Be glad and, and exceedingly, Lord. He said, for your reward is great in heaven. Hallelujah. I want to tell the saints, eyes have not seen nor ears have heard, nor the heavens entered into the hearts of man. Hallelujah. Those that, the things that God has prepared for those who love him. Hallelujah. But it says, the next verse, it says, but it hath been revealed to them. Hallelujah. Unto us by his spirit. If you have the promise of the Father has been revealed, don't you know the Holy Ghost is a foretaste of heaven divine. Hallelujah. You got the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We have a foretaste of heaven divine. Hallelujah. And the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, can give you strength to make it another day. No matter what gets took from you, no matter, no matter how, hallelujah, hard it gets. The Holy Ghost will make you, hallelujah, make you think you can take it, give you strength. Hallelujah to go just one more day. Hallelujah. 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 Now, if you look at chapter 11, that's one of the, the most famous chapters in the Bible. It's considered the faith. Hall of Fame. And it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And it goes down and talks about how all these patriarchs by faith, they, they left countries and received seed in old age. And the Bible tells us in, 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 in the verse, verse 12 of chapter 11, it says that all these died. In faith, not receiving the promises. Hallelujah. They all died in faith, not receiving the promise. Now, now, they was letting you know, even though God promised them a new country and a new inheritance, their faith went beyond the material. The Bible says that they was looking for a country that was not made with hands. It was a country that God himself had prepared for them. Hallelujah. That was easy for them to leave this behind. They counted themselves as pilgrims and strangers passing through. I think that's we need a revival of counting ourselves saints as just pilgrims and, and strangers passing through this land. Hallelujah. We need the world wear this, this, this earth like a loose garment, y'all. Hallelujah. It says that they desired a better country. Hallelujah. Somebody say a better country. Hallelujah. They were striving for a better country than that which God just promised them down here. Hallelujah, knowing that God is eternal. He transcends time. God transcends the promised land. He transcends Canaan. Hallelujah, God got more things than milk and honey for you. Hallelujah, you just hold on to us, unchanging hand. Hallelujah, in verse 34 and 35 it says that, it says women received their dead, raised to life again. Others was torn, tortured and not accepting deliverance that they might obtain, somebody would say, a better resurrection. Hallelujah, we're going to obtain a better resurrection, y'all. 
I know we talk about running out of the graves of depression and running out of graves of brokenness or whatever your situation is. But I'm going to tell you, one day the trump will sound. Hallelujah. And it's going to be a better resurrection than even that we shouted about now this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Knowing those, the, 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 the widows in the Old Testament, they, they sung, got raised again from the life. But they died again. But I thank God that one person, he resurrected and stayed up. Hallelujah. He's still up. Hallelujah. Sitting at the right hand of majesty on high. Hallelujah. And I, I read at the, the last two verses of chapter 11. Verse 38, 38, 39, and 40. Well, 39, it says, And all these, having obtained a good testimony, they all attained a good report through faith. They did not receive the promise. Now, they received some promises, the Bible says, but not the promise. God having provided some things better for us, say better for us, that they should not be made perfect apart from us. Hallelujah. Don't you know there was a wall of partition that broke? That kept us separate from the commonwealth of Israel, the promises of God. But thank God, all the promises of God are in him, yay, and amen. We have a better mediator than what they had in the Old Testament. Jesus said, the Bible says Jesus broke down that wall of partition and made both one. Hallelujah. He made the Old Testament and the New Testament. His blood transcends time. He goes back and covered them, and it covers us too. Hallelujah. Say better. Hallelujah. We got a better, better things. We have better things. Hallelujah. 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 And he tells us, seeing then that we are compassed by a great cloud of witnesses. Hallelujah. Let us, let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking to Jesus. The musicians, please come. Looking, for, looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. For the joy that was set before him. Hallelujah. God got some joy set before you this morning. You might be bearing a cross today, but it's some joy that's coming in the morning. Hallelujah. The Bible says he endured the cross. I want to encourage you, saints, to endure the cross. To endure persecution that you may be facing. Endure. Hallelujah. You'll receive the promise of the Father. And he said, and some of you, it might, I prayed about this. The Bible says that you have not yet resisted unto blood. Striving against sin. Some of us get a splinter and be ready to leave God altogether. It'd be the smallest things that... You'd be, be in church for a while. It'd be the smallest things that people fall away for. How, 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 was, how was that a stumbling block? How weren't you able to make it over that hurdle? Some of us have not even strived to, unto blood yet. Striving against sin. Some of sometimes it ain't even that bad. You know, when you, when you step out of the storm and you look back over it, it's like that song, I had some good days and I had some bad days. But my good days outweigh my bad days. And after all, you look back and say, I can't complain. Amen? 
I can't complain. There's one more scripture that I'm going to read, and I'm going to close out with this. Hallelujah. The Bible says, it talks about how Abel offered a more better sacrifice than his brother. And his brother rose up against him and slew him out of jealousy. And God cried out to his brother and said, I hear the blood of your brother crieth, crieth unto me. He crieth unto me from the ground. Hebrews 12, verse 24 says, To Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of the sprinkling that speaks better things, somebody say better things, than that of Abel. See, when Abel's blood was spilled, his blood cried out for justice. Hallelujah. Cried out for justice and righteousness. Something needed to be done. Something had to be done. How do you know? How many of y'all know that God is a God of judgment and righteousness? He is a just God. Abel's blood cried out from the ground. But we have a better mediator, better sprinkling of blood that speaks better things. Don't you know every time that you transgress against your brother, it's like spilling blood? Somebody that's made in God's image? Young men, all them young women that you're taking advantage of, young women, all them men that you're taking advantage of, businessmen, all them crooked deals that you have, there is blood crying out to God for justice. Hallelujah. But Jesus, consider Jesus, our high priest, consider Jesus, hallelujah, the better covenant, better mediator. His blood speaks too. I thank God, I thank God that his blood speaks too. His blood speaks this morning for mercy. Hallelujah. It speaks better things. It speaks for love and peace. It speaks forgiveness. Hallelujah. Speaks better things. Better is here this morning. If you could testify to that, say, better is here this morning. Somebody need better in their lives. You need a better way. What you're doing is not working. Sin, it has its pleasures. But the wages of sin is death. Life is here. That's better. Somebody say better. I'm sorry if you thought I was going to talk about a better car and a better house. You went to the wrong church this morning. I'm sorry. I, I, that ain't what the Lord put on my heart. But it's a better way to live. It's a, God got a better hope for you, a better, a better ending for your life, a better eternity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're on the verge, I'm not just talking to sinners, the saints. He was right to saints. 
These epistles are written to saints. They weren't written to sinners. Sometimes we got to be reminded, be encouraged. Hold on. You have better in Christ. You have better in Christ. Don't be like that, that sow that returns to the muck and mire. Don't, don't be like that dog that returns back to his vomit. Jesus came down 42 generations. He came down and was obedient to the point of death. He who was rich was made poor to give you better. Better is here. This altar is open. If the ministers will come, if y'all can stand on your feet right now, hallelujah. Lift your hands and just thank God. Hallelujah. Intercede right now for, for that child that needs better, for that, that granddaughter, that, that grandson. The niece, that nephew. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Better's here this morning. Jesus, I pray, Lord God, to break every chain. The weight of sin be broken right now in the name of Jesus. By your blood, Lord God, I ask that your blood cover and that your blood prevail. In the name of Jesus, I pray. In Jesus' name.